This is the Bonfire On Demand. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and, kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to the show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Real estate agents, I trust dot com. Even though this movie is 11 years old, I've never seen it before this past week. The greatest game ever played with Shia LaBeouf. It is, you know, a biographical sports movie. It's about golf. And for those of you who know me to any slight degree, you'll know that I'm starting to get into golf. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So my roommate (laughs) decided to come home one day and say, hey, here's a movie. Have you ever seen this? I said, nope, I don't think I've ever even heard of it. And that makes sense because it was 11 years ago, you know, 2005. Uh, This probably flew under my radar as a 15-year-old, and I just didn't care. But I have to say I was pleasantly surprised. I sat there and said, okay, I'll give it a shot. Why not? It's a golf game. It sounds interesting. You know, the plot, the premise is this amateur teenager, really. I guess maybe he's 19 or 20 years old, according to the story. And it's based off a true story. It's Francis... We met. He is a an American uh, amateur 20-year-old. He's a caddy at the local country club in Massachusetts. Uh, I forget which little city, but it's it's a suburb of Boston. So there he is. He's a little kid, and he kind of gets some, you know, a little bit of hero worship toward his, uh, his idol. It's, uh, what's his name? Harry Varden, I believe. And he sees, like, an ad, and this is back in the early 1900s, and he says, golf, what is this? And then he goes and gets a job as a little caddy, the little kid, and he's walking around helping all these other players with their golf clubs, and then he starts kind of reading up on it and learning, hey, who's this Harry Varden? Who's this, you know, English golfer that's supposedly the best in the world? So, of course, he started to idolize him and think, okay, I think I can do this. So he started practicing since he was a little kid. There you go. Now he's 19, 20 years old, and all of a sudden he's presented with an opportunity to play on the golf course, which back in the day... They didn't do, and the movie emphasizes that very much by drawing the lines between classes. They were saying, hey, you're just a, you're just a peasant. I have money. I'm better than you. So it's that kind of thing. He's from a poor family. He's just the caddy. So a lot of people's panties were in a bunch when they said, why is the caddy playing golf with us? Well, probably because he can beat your ass. So uh, Francis, we met. It's spelled O-U-I-M-E-T, which is interesting to me. You know, oimet, but it's pronounced wimet. So we met the other day, yes. Um, so basically, he is really good at golf, and he eventually qualifies for the U.S. Open. <laughs> so here's a kid, a young adult, really, in 1913, qualifying for the U.S. Open. And he's up head-to-toe, or head-to-head, <laughs> head-to-head with Harry Varden, his idol. 
you know, the British, you know, best golf player there ever was. And so, of course, it's a dream come true. His dad doesn't think so. He's kind of tension at home based off a true story. And he's always trying to, you know, one-up his idol and kind of beat him because he wants to go all the way. It's a great story. I really enjoyed the movie. And quick a few thoughts. You know, I'll eventually write a more thorough article up on bonfirethoughts.com, probably about it. But right now, I'm just going to go with these couple thoughts. I enjoyed the whole movie. I can't really think of anything I did not like. I thought the acting was great. I thought the music was good. The pacing and plot of the movie was one that you could keep up with and enjoy and not get bored with. And the next thing you knew, the movie was over. So it's an emotional, good movie. It, great acting, great music, good story. You really can't go wrong with it. And this is 2005. This was 11 years ago. I can't believe I'd never seen this movie before. So there you go. Bonfire approved. Greatest game ever played with Shia LaBeouf. And I, I, I liked him back in the day. I think he's more or less gone off the deep end now, which is too bad whenever you see that happen. Because he's a great child actor. He's always been in movies since he was a kid. So he's done nothing but acting in his life. And he's a great actor, I think. But the movie... A point here about the dad. <laughs> the dad is portrayed as the bad guy almost in the movie. Now, of course, in a movie, in a good movie, in a drama, you have to have a little bit of tension. And yeah, they make the dad bring the tension. And the mom is all supportive, which is great. But I want to break down what is going on with the dad. The dad sees his little kid, six years old, his son, Francis, the main protagonist the main character he says francis why are you playing golf you need to learn now life is about bringing home the money (laughs) you know you have to have the money to live that's what a man does he needs to take care of his family he needs to provide an income he needs to be the provider he has to support the people he loves and he you know drilled that home into his kid and that's great that's absolutely true that's what the dad needs to do you know mom and dad both play a role the dad is the provider. He needs to make life as easy as possible for his wife and kids. So he's trying to tell his, his kid that. Saying, Francis, it's just a game. What are you doing? How are you going to make a living? Let's focus on the important things. And besides, we're underlings to those guys. That's how they view us. So they're just going to mock you when you try to go join and play around with them. They're just going to make fun of you. So it's going to be humiliating, and you're not going to make money or a living from it. So what are you doing? That's his case. I think it's a reasonable case. But, of course, during the whole, practically the whole movie, they portray the dad as, you know, being the party pooper. Just shutting his son down all the time. Now, he wasn't shutting him down because he's like, oh, well, he sucks. You know, he's not going to his wife and saying, well, honey, he's, he's just a terrible golf player. Why is he out there? He doesn't say anything like that. He just says, look, I think you need to make a living. Let's be practical here. So the dad is just making the practical argument. Fair enough. I wouldn't call that crazy rude, mean, or, I don't know, unreasonable. No. But in the movie, they portray him that way. That was kind of the the shtick I got from a totally reasonable concern from a parent. He was just saying, hey, look, I just don't want him to be soul-crushed, and I want him to be able to provide a living for himself and eventually his future family. You know, you got to get crap done. How does playing a game do that? Legitimate concern. 
The kid says, well, look, I have been working. I'll continue to work. But right now, for this quick tournament, I want to go play. They're letting me in. And the entrance fee, I'll pay for that myself. I'll do it, Dad. And I'll reimburse. And I'll, I'll make it happen. So son is being a grown-up. The point is, they said the dad was just trying to kind of squash the dream. You know, um, what the son really wanted, which was just to play golf. Okay. In real life, it's not that simple. I like to play golf, but it's not my dream. My dream is to, you know, have a great lifestyle and to retire early and to be able to have passive income so I don't have to work. I'm going to look for work, and I'm still going to work for probably the rest of my life because I want to. That would be the ideal life for me. That is my dream, to have the family, passive income, work where I want, when I want, doing productive things, okay? So... It's still absolutely important to have people around you saying, hey, hold up. Okay, it's a great dream and all, but try to balance it out with a little bit of reality. Weigh your options. So that's all the dad was doing. He was just saying, hey, come on. It's just a game. What are you doing for work? Okay, I think that's a fair concern. But for the sake of the movie, they had it be a little little more tension, kind of fighting, fighting father. I want to go play golf. Okay, that's fine. I guess I can understand that. So, overall, the dad does come around, and he's he's just kind of stubborn. You know, I would say it's that time. He was born in the 1800s. Not exactly an easy time to live. So he's used to life. In his mind, he's like, life is difficult. You got to be tough. Otherwise, you're going to get beaten up. So that's all he wanted for his kid. But when he sees his kid go in and kick ass, he's like, wow, okay, I was wrong. I was wrong. I stand corrected. And then he's proud of his son. Everybody hugs. Everybody's happy. And it's a great time. You're like, oh, great. I liked it. Oh, spoiler. Sorry. (laughs) Spoiler. It's a good movie. It's a happy ending. But overall, yes, it does have the bonfire seal of approval for entertainment, for music, for acting, for plot, for general interest. Length of movie was about hour 45. I think it's it's a decent length. It's not too long, not too short. So I enjoyed it. Made by Disney. And I highly encourage everybody to go see it. It's just a fun movie. It's got a good message of, yeah, of course, the cliche, follow your dreams. But think about the dad, too. Let's let's keep, let's just at least keep that in mind. You know, the reason that says, yes, you should have a dream. Dream about it frequently. All the time. And always do your best to attain it. But balance it out with a little bit of reality. Because the reality is you need to pay your bills. And you need to think of others. So, if you can do both, great. Good for you. You've done what few people can actually do. But more power to you if you can actually pull it off. So, on the other side, I'm going to develop this idea further of sports, you know, and what it means to us as human beings, why it's good, and why it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. And went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's you know he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, "If this is what it's like for us, 
how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to the show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust dot com.